Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this Xbox podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's Xbox gaming news, and we all earn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. With E3 having been this past week, the Nerd Super Bowl every year, I found myself slightly underwhelmed this year. It appears that most of the major publishers, developers, and companies are holding all their big releases and big announcements until next year, which is the year that all the new consoles will launch. As a result, this only makes me look forward to next E3 that much more, as we will find out a lot more information about what we will be playing on these new consoles, maybe have them officially unveiled unless they do their own events, and I simply cannot wait. But for now, let's go over everything that came out this week and what you can look forward to playing next week as we did get some announcements out of E3 that had some games being launched at the time of their announcements. Four announcements made at E3 which you can now play are as followed. DLC for Borderlands 2, Commander Lilith and the Fight for Sanctuary which is already getting good reviews. State of Decay 2 Heartland, a more story focused DLC. Contra Anniversary Collection. And Forza Horizon 4 LEGO Speed Champions, a crossover with the LEGO brand. And as previously mentioned on the show, Supermarket Shriek is now available and it's also in Game Pass. Out this coming week on June 21st, you can pick up Crash Team Racing Nitro Refueled, the remake remaster of the old Crash Team Racing games on PlayStation, which you're now getting able to play on your Xbox system, and the long-awaited Bloodstained Ritual of the Night releasing on June 18th. Bloodstained is Kigo Igarashi's baby, which was originally funded on Kickstarter in 2015. Igarashi is credited for creating the Metroidvania genre. He was the original creator on the Castlevania series, so many fans have been long awaiting this game to come out. In addition to these game releases, four games were announced at Xbox's E3 press conferences to coming to Game Pass. These include Metro Exodus, Hollow Knight Void Heart Edition, Borderlands The Handsome Collection, and Batman Arkham Knight. Going against the name and mission of this podcast, which is centered around being done in around 10 minutes, we have the most news to cover this week as it was E3, so let's get started on the 14 news stories we have to go over. Credit to Will Tuttle at Xbox Wire, which provided our first two news stories, which are going to be much longer in-depth recaps of Xbox's E3 press conference and the inside Xbox show that was done the following day. Number one, I want to start with some words from Phil Spencer that were said throughout the show, which seemed to echo their E3 press conference's message and Xbox going forward. Quote, It's great to celebrate with our incredible fans and show how we are delivering against our vision to empower gamers to play the games they want, with the friends they want, wherever they want. With thousands of Xbox games in development, we curated our show around our players. With new titles premiering in Xbox Game Pass, across console and PC, and game streaming that enables them to play their favorite games with their friends wherever they go. Xbox finally unveiled Xbox Game Pass for PC, the continuation of the Game Pass brand brought to PC players. They also announced the launch of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, a new plan that combines both Game Pass for console, Game Pass for PC, and Xbox Live Gold. If they still have the deal that's working, I highly suggest you check it out. Personally for me, I backlogged a number of years of Xbox Game Pass membership all the way to June of 2022. I saw some deals, I kept stacking my membership. They had this deal for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for $1 to upgrade, and it upgraded my account to include Xbox Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass for PC, and Xbox Live Gold all the way up to that June 2022 date. 
I'll be locked in for the next few years. Xbox also announced a new studio acquisition. Seemingly out of nowhere, Xbox welcomes Double Fine Productions to Xbox Game Studios. Double Fine, led by industry veteran Tim Schafer and their studio famous for games such as Psychonauts, Brutal Legend, and more, unveiled that they are working on Psychonauts 2. That's going to come to all platforms. They are also working on Rad, which will come to all platforms. But after that, they will be an Xbox Game Studio exclusive. As per Phil's message, Xbox is empowering people to play the games wherever they want by bringing it to the cloud with their Project X Cloud. They did not unveil the official name for it or price points, but they announced, as they've already mentioned and hinted at, that this will come to preview in October of this year, which I cannot wait to check out. People at the show have been raving about who've gotten to try it that it does work. They played Halo 5 on it, Hellblade, Gears, among other titles, and they were amazed at how well it worked given on the show floor at a major convention. In addition to highlighting on their Project X Cloud, they also announced console streaming, which is more attuned to PlayStation, which already does the remote play, but it basically makes your home console server so you can play your games on the go on your smartphone and they're going to be streaming from your home console. This console streaming will be free, whereas though there is an unannounced price point for using the Project X Cloud streaming service, which will be streaming from Microsoft's Azure clouds and data centers. Xbox also unveiled the Xbox Elite Wireless Controller Series 2. If you don't have one of these controllers, I can't recommend them enough. I've had the Series 1 now for a few years, and it is clearly the best controller ever made across all platforms. The Series 2 has been re-engineered for ultimate performance, customization, and durability. It includes 30 new and improved features such as adjustable tension thumbsticks, wraparound rubberized grip, shorter hair trigger locks, and up to 40 hours of rechargeable battery life. It launches in 24 markets on November 4th for the price point of $179.99. But now on to the games. Xbox did have a lot of games to show, noting that they had 60 games at their press conference with 34 of them premiering on Xbox Game Pass. I'm gonna talk through some of the major games that were shown at their E3 press conference, talking a little bit more about some games than others. Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition will be coming to Windows 10 PC. Battletoads was finally shown for Xbox One. Blair Witch was a surprise for all, which will be coming to Xbox Game Pass. At first, I thought it was going to be an Alan Wake reboot, but you'll be able to check out this game on August 30th, 2019. Bleeding Edge, the game leaked previously before the show. The all-new game from Ninja Theory is a 4v4 melee combat game. Seems to be inspired from Overwatch, has a creative art style for the characters that kind of syncs up Borderlands and Overwatch, and from people playing it at the show, they seem to very much enjoy it, and I can't wait to play it on Game Pass. Borderlands 3 got a new trailer where they also announced that DLC for Borderlands 2. Crossfire X, which was a weird showing as we didn't get any gameplay, and I wasn't personally familiar with it before the show, but it's a free-to-play first-person shooter which is famous in the Asian markets with over 650 million players. It is exciting that Xbox has some type of comes-to-console-first exclusivity, but I'm excited to finally check it out as it seems to cover everything, competitive multiplayer, battle royale, cooperative gameplay, and more. Clearly the biggest moment of the show, and this surprised everyone, was not just that Cyberpunk 2077 looked that much better and cooler, but the surprise announcement at the end of the trailer that showed Keanu Reeves as a major character in the game. Then, moments later, Keanu Reeves comes out on stage in his breathtaking stature. And as some originally theorized that he was probably just there for show and he's not much in the game, it has been revealed that he actually has the second most dialogue in the game, so he will be a major character in CD Projekt Red's seemingly 10 out of 10 project. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot was announced at the show. Dying Light 2 got a new trailer. 
Unfortunately, leaked before the show, Elden Ring, developed by From Software in conjunction with George R.R. R. Martin, which leaves everybody excited. A new trailer was set. Unfortunately, no gameplay and no release window for this game. New DLC for Forza Horizon 4 was shown, and it is a team up with the LEGO brand, bringing LEGO Speed Champions to the Xbox One game. Gears 5 was shown, and unfortunately I was a little underwhelmed that we didn't get more gameplay out of it, but I'm already sold on the game coming this fall so I cannot wait, but they unveiled a new game mode called Escape. Escape is almost the opposite of their famous horde mode, where you're not going to be hunkering down like in a horde mode, but aggressively running to and through enemies as you proceed on with the objective. Gears Pop was highlighted with a quick trailer, unfortunately it's not coming to Xbox, but you can now pre-order it on iOS and Android. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga was shown and actually caught my attention as this is going to bring all nine Star Wars films into a new Lego collection covering all nine games in, as we said, The Skywalker Saga. A favorite for old Microsoft Flight Simulator was announced for Xbox One and PC and I'm sure it's going to be one of the most beautiful recreations of Earth as you fly around the world. Minecraft Dungeons was officially unveiled, an all-new action-adventure game set in the Minecraft universe, which is going to come to, surprisingly, all consoles, Xbox One, Windows 10, PC, Nintendo Switch, and PlayStation 4. A unique dungeon crawler filled with quests that you can play by yourself or with four-player co-op. Ori and the Will of Wisps was given another beautiful trailer, but disappointing for fans waiting to play this game, was delayed out of 2019 and will now be released on February 11th of 2020. Japan's greatest free-to-play online RPG now comes to North America for the first time on Xbox One, which is surprising, and that is Fantasy Star Online 2 by Sega. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was given one more trailer that we did not see at EA's EA Play for E3 2019, and it looks more exciting as ever. I believe in Respawn. I can't wait to check out this game. A new expansion for State of Decay was announced. State of Decay 2 Heartland is a more story-focused DLC, so check it out if you've been playing around in that world. Officially announced as a return to the Tale series, Tales of Arise by Bandai Namco, a JRPG, was shown with a new trailer for those who are interested. The Outer Worlds actually opened up the Xbox E3 press conference from Obsidian Entertainment, which is now an Xbox game studio. However, this game was under development before that, so this is coming to all platforms. It looks as cool as ever, brought to you from the Fallout New Vegas people, and they announced that it's going to be coming to Game Pass, where I will be checking it out on day one. Probably my favorite indie shown at the press conference was 12 Minutes by Annapurna Interactive. I'll read to you the synopsis as I'm very much interested in this game. A romantic evening takes a wrong turn when a police detective breaks into your home, accuses your wife of murder, and knocks you unconscious. In a heartbeat, you are immediately returned to the start of the evening before it all happens again and again. A real-time interactive thriller where you will need to use the knowledge of what's about to happen to change the outcome and break the 12-minute loop. It's a top-down game with a great art style, and I love the shorter story-focused games. Wasteland 3 was shown in a very weird trailer that did not get me hyped for this game at all. It's coming to Xbox Game Pass now as it's coming from the In Exile Entertainment which is now an Xbox game studio. Like Obsidian Entertainment, this game was in development before their deal with Xbox so this will be coming to additional platforms. And finally, which closed the show and our major games was Halo Infinite. Now many fans were disappointed that we did not get any gameplay, but I thought it was a great trailer that showcased kind of what we can expect from the new graphics on the new system. As most importantly, this game was announced to launch with Project Scarlet, the next Xbox console next year. No Xbox console has launched with a Halo game since the OG Xbox, so hopefully this is a return to form for Xbox and the Halo series. 
after all that new story number two as i said a wrap up on the inside xbox show that was at e3 2019 inside xbox revealed the final wave of backward compatibility announcements for xbox one and yes i said final wave the reason for this is they announced that the backwards compatibility team is focusing on the backwards compatibility for project scarlet so all of these games they've been working on and more will be up and ready to go for the new console at launch. But they announced eight new original Xbox game entries into the backwards compatibility catalog. Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell Pandora Tomorrow, Splinter Cell Chaos 3, Splinter Cell Double Agent, Unreal Championship 2 The Landry Conflict, Armed and Dangerous, Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb, and Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy. The newly announced Xbox 360 backward compatibility titles are as followed. Azura's Wrath, Battlefield 2 Modern Combat, Enchanted Arms, Far Cry Classic, Far Cry Instinct Predator, Infinite Discovery, Peter Jackson's King Kong, the ultimate achievement game, Prince of Persia, Forgotten Sands, Skate, Star Ocean, Super Puzzle Fighter Turbo, The Syndicate, Unreal Tournament 3, and To Human, which is available free for everybody on the Microsoft Store. And finally, eight rare classics have received the Xbox One X enhancement treatment, and they are Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, Cameo Elements of Power, Perfect Dark, and Perfect Dark Zero. And lastly, during this Inside Xbox show, Phil Spencer confirmed Microsoft's commitment to respecting the purchases of its customers and the team's goal to bring every past game to Project Scarlet, as well as all accessories, which is very interesting as there has been no new console that has launched with complete backwards compatibility for games and accessories. Number three, at the Square Enix press conference, Marvel's Avengers was finally unveiled. It is an action adventure game for up to four players, and as per their Twitter, it will have an ever-expanding universe with a customizable growing roster of heroes. The following heroes were shown in the reveal, Captain America, Thor, Black Widow, Iron Man, Hulk, and Ant-Man, Hank Pym, all slightly different aesthetically from the MCU, which I think is a good call. However, I was underwhelmed with the reveal of this game. Unfortunately, it seemed to not only leave me, but everyone else out there with more questions than hype about what this game actually is. They keep saying it's going to be a single player game, but there will be multiplayer components that the heroes will be customizable. They've announced that there will be DLC, but we didn't see any gameplay. I don't understand how they could have shown this game without that. Number four, Matt Booty, who is the head of Microsoft's Xbox Game Studios, has said that his team is aiming to release a first-party game about every three months. He said this in a conversation with IGN's Ryan McCaffrey, and he said that Xbox Game Pass is their main driver, so they have a steady release schedule and new content coming for all of us consumers, which is very exciting. Number five, in a surprise, almost unannouncement, there will be no new Forza Motorsport this year. This is because 10 Turn is taking their time to innovate and reinvigorate the franchise. I think this is very exciting for a multitude of reasons. We will now see the game that doesn't appeal to me personally, but can show off the new console, which will be a new entry in the Forza Motorsport franchise on Xbox Scarlet. But it also gives the teams at Playground Studios, which is the Forza Horizon franchise developers, more time to work on their old open world project, which is highly rumored to be a new entry in the Fable game. If Forza Motorsport has released this year, that means it would have been Forza Horizon's year next year with the launch of the new console. Number six, 
Mark your calendars for the days to take off if you're crazy like me. E3 2020 will be held on June 9th to the 11th. And if you're wondering what the dates are for the conferences, we can expect from years past the Microsoft press conference to take place on June 7th, 2020. And I cannot wait. Number seven, announced on the Inside Xbox show, Phil Spencer was speaking and said that XO19 will be in London this November. This is very exciting as we already have Gamescom in August. So we can expect two major dates where Xbox will be making new and additional announcements. Number 8. Gods and Monsters was officially announced at the Ubisoft press conference and it is a AAA game that explores the world of ancient myth. It appears to be in a Breath of the Wild aesthetic and the reason it's exciting is because it is brought to you by the team that made Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Truly new as all the Assassin's Creed franchise developers have always just worked on Assassin's Creed games. I can't wait to see what they do on a new project. And I personally love the Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I never finished it, but it was the first game I ever played in the franchise for a significant amount of time, and I really enjoyed my time with it. Number 9. Unfortunately, leaked before the show, Watch Dogs Legion was officially revealed with a release date of March 6, 2020. It is the third game in their Ubisoft's open world franchise, and as previously rumored, the game has you playing a full gang of DeadSec members. And the key crazy part of this game is that every NPC can be your playable character. There is no main protagonist in this game. You will be constantly shifting in and out of NPCs and anyone that you interact with in the world. Trillion ambitious truly cool but the franchise has never spoken to me so i'm not sure if i will check it out number 10 for the rainbow six fans rainbow six quarantine was announced for 2020 and as they promised on the ubisoft press conference stage this should reinvigorate pve for that genre as rainbow six siege did for pvp in that genre exciting that they're framing it like that as siege continues to be an ultra success for that company Number 11, a surprise at the Bethesda press conference was a new game by Tango Gameworks that's not The Evil Within. They revealed Ghostwire Tokyo, and Shinji Mikami, famous for the Resident Evil franchise, described it as an action-adventure game in which you will fight paranormal enemies and rid the city of a supernatural evil. Great trailer, got me really excited. Couldn't really get into The Evil Within, but the Resident Evil franchise is one of my favorites of all time. Number 12, also at the Bethesda press conference, was a new IP from Arcane Studios, famous for the Dishonored franchise. Deathloop is, with one of the coolest cinematic trailers at E3, it got me very excited. Mark Delaney at True Achievements writes the following, In Deathloop, Juliana and Colt are trapped in some sort of cursed time loop and set against each other as arch rivals, constantly trying to kill each other. It's described as a first person action game from the team that brought us Dishonored and Prey, but only time will tell if it uses immersive sim mechanics like Arcane is famous for. Can't wait to find out more about this game. Hopefully we don't have to wait too long to find out more and or play it. Number 13, and lastly from the Bethesda press conference, was them owning up to their mistakes with Fallout 76, which I did appreciate, not as a fan of the game, but as a fan of the industry. They also announced that a all-new free Battle Royale mode was launching day and date, known as Nuclear Winter, and the biggest update yet, which is going to be the Wastelanders DLC later this fall. It is their biggest update yet, and it will fundamentally change the game. The free update is part of its year 2 content, and will feature human NPCs with full dialogue trees a new main quest, choices and consequences, new weapons and gear, and more. It seems to be taking Fallout 76 and making it more of an actual Fallout game. Number 14 in the last news of this week, there are five games that will be leaving Xbox Game Pass this month. 
on June 30th, Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition Shadow Complex Remastered, which I highly recommend you playing. I finally played it for the first time about two months ago and really enjoyed it. Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Zombie Army Trilogy, and on June 27th, Next Up Hero. Play them while you can. With what will probably be the longest news segment ever on this show until next year's E3 and I cannot wait, we are on to learn an Xbox fun fact together. In the spirit of the excitement around Halo this year, the fun fact for this week is that Bungie wasn't very happy about Halo and Xbox. Jason Jones, the co-founder of Bungie, was apparently furious that Blackley, credited with creating and developing the original Xbox, had screwed up his plans to make an awesome Mac game seems like his sights were set on creating a new computer game for not PC but Mac and ended up creating the biggest franchise that might have even saved the Xbox brand in the Halo series. I wonder what he thinks about that sentiment now. With what may be the longest episode of this show ever, thank you guys all for listening to this episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, leave a review, and share it with your friends. Be sure to follow us on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I've been replaying through the Halo series. I've finished Halo 1 and I'm on to Halo 2. I want to get a better attachment to the stories in these games. Unfortunately, as the years went by, I always played them, but I don't have that true excitement like everyone else probably had with seeing that Halo Infinite trailer. I want to be there. I want to be there for Halo Infinite on day one. And after having beat the first one this week, I can already tell that my excitement is going to continue to grow for this game as I play through the rest of the franchise. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Rosa93. I hope you all have a great week. Keep on gaming. And here starts the countdown to E3 2020.